Veronica and Charlie May welcome you to join in on modern-day narratives of carnality left behind by the infamous Hester Prime. Now acclaimed and eulogized, toss your scarlet letter aside and get drawn into the authentic and trivial parables centered around sex, secrets, and scandals. Welcome to Scarlet. Welcome to Scarlet. I'm your host, Charlie May. And today, part two with Veronica Gatto, my co-host. Hey, Veronica. Hey, girl. What's up? What question you got today? Oh, this one's a deep one. And this one's going to be serious for a lot of people who are listening. Do you stay or do you go? In a relationship. In the relationship. If you're in a relationship where there's no physical contact, whether it be because of medical reasons or other, but you have kids or you've got money coming, at what point do you draw the line and say, I'm done? People do usually stay for one, the kids, and two, the money. But is that enough? No. You want to know why it's not enough? Because look what Giselle just did to Tom Brady. Brady. Even though she has more money than him. Right. They look like the perfect couple. Right. But she fucking bounced. But he didn't make her a priority. Or she was cheating because she did just get caught on vacation with her jiu-jitsu instructor. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> I actually did see that. And, and let's be realistic. Most men don't leave unless they have a Twinkie. Why or are you that... not fucking Tom Brady? Me? I'm just saying, like, oh. if I'm Giselle, why am I not fucking one of the hottest, richest fucking dudes in a, in the world? See, it's either her that has the problem or he that got, That's a great question. But what triggered her to leave? It has to be sex. Is it sex or is it where where she fell in the priority of his life? That's it. I think it goes back to emotional. Mm -hmm. Am I wrong? No, I think you're right. I think when some, I think when a partner does not feel emotionally supported or mentally supported, I'm not even talking about finance or sex at this point, just mentally and emotionally. That's when I think those thoughts of cheating, leaving, not giving two shits anymore about the other person. Yeah. That's when that all happens. I I can't disagree with you. I think that emotional support probably comes before financial support. I'd agree. We'll go back to the issues of today of mental health. Mental health and emotional health is so important. And people don't, people have hidden that for years, that those are issues. But how can you have any financial security or health if you're mentally or emotionally unstable and unhappy. But then what do you do in a relationship? Let's say that you and I are married and we're 20 years in and all of mm-hmm. a sudden you stop providing me that emotional support. Do I just leave you after 20 years of marriage, well, ho- 30 years of marriage? Hopefully you sit down and have a conversation and say, what's changed? What's happened? And did you get married for the right reasons? I have a, a friends that are a couple. They I've known them since probably 2002, 2003. He thought it was a booty call. She thought it was something more than that. She went out to uh, Miami, got transferred on a job, flew back one weekend, got pregnant by him because oh, he thought it was no. a booty call. Yep. And he was damn near suicidal because he wanted her to have an abortion. Okay. She never thought she'd be able to have kids. So she had the baby and he wanted, he was like, okay, then I'm going to be a dad and I'm going to do my part. Then they started talking about getting married. I pulled them both aside separately and said, if you guys are getting married, 
it needs to be because you guys want to be together for the rest of your lives, not because you have a child together. Did they end up getting married? They did. And? Are they still together? They're two of the most miserable people I've seen in my whole life, and I think the kids reflect that relationship. They got married for the wrong reason, Mm -hmm. but I do think that people who do get married for the right reason, and then 20 or 30 years later, they drift apart, Mm -hmm. they don't divorce because of financial reasons at that point. That's true, because my situation, 20 plus years, it's turned into we're really just friends, and I question it constantly because I'm not being left a sum of money. Yeah. No divorce because of health care benefits and uh, finance, not having to pay somebody else out or off, whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it. So I'm like, why am I here? And you're not getting sexual benefits from it. Nope. And I pretty much handle 99% of what happens. So then I have to turn the question to you. <laughs> why, why do you stay in it? If you're that miserable, why do you stay in it? Because I'm not. So I wouldn't say I'm miserable. I'm questioning why I stay. Um, But I know why you stay. Because you're a good person and you don't want to hurt somebody. Well, and because he's he's a good guy. He really is. Mm -hmm. And he's got a big heart. My family absolutely adores him. And the grass may not be greener. The next guy that comes along that allows me to be me, and I shouldn't say allow, he supports me being who I am mm-hmm. without criticizing who I am because he knows I'd smack him upside the head. Yeah. But <laughs> get his ass <laughs> I gotta, whooped. I got to be careful because that then borderlines on elder abuse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, she went to jail yesterday. Yeah, she beat up her old man. Yeah. Her literal old man. No, I just question why. Am I doing the right thing by trying to stand by him to the end of his life? But then at what cost to myself? Because I could be out meeting someone that I'm going to spend the rest of my life with. You're in a sticky situation. I am. You've given up your, and and this goes back to other people we know. Women who are with men who are older, you give up your life. You do. To take care of those older people. Yep. In a way, it's selfless of you to do that. But in another way, I feel bad for you because you can't live your life. I live it to the best of my ability yeah. without making him feel inferior or emasculated or that he doesn't matter as a person. But then I guess that leads to the other question. Are you better off to be madly in love with someone and have this very passionate, tumultuous relationship? Mm-hmm. But that person makes you feel bad about who you are all the time or does that like the last episode never really gives you answers and keeps you in limbo. Uh But the sex is phenomenal. Or do you stay with someone that, you know, genuinely cares about you, wants you to be the best person and the best life you can have and will stand by you and take a bullet for you and is your best friend? I'm going for that person. The latter. Right. Yeah. Because he would take a bullet for me. I want that person. But I'm also going to cheat on him. <laughs> I'm going to go fuck around. Well, and that's okay. So let's say that happens. Do you, do you let them know, hey, I am going to be seeing people for physical pleasure only? No. Okay. What that's, if they sus- that's mean of me, but I think that's going to hurt them. What do, they, what do you do if they suspect, do you think? You got to hide it better. Mm. 
I'd say you're doing you're not doing a good job of concealing <laughs> your extracurricular activities. You're concealing Carrie. I hate to say exactly. I hate to say that I'm for cheating and all that shit. And I know that's wrong, but oh man, that's hard. It is hard unless you just masturbate a lot. Hello. And not cheat, just masturbate a lot. What are your thoughts? I don't know. I mean, that's the quandary I'm in. And I've talked to my therapist. So I'm a mental health plug here. I believe that people should have therapists. I believe people should talk things out. And there's nothing wrong with talking to a professional to help you sort through day-to-day life and figure it out. So that's my mental health plug for the day. There's nothing wrong with it. Let's say you confronted your person, the one that you are not having sex with, but the person you're with would take a bullet for you, and you do confront them and say, hey, do you mind if I go have sex with somebody? I'm not, I don't want to break up or anything. I just need to have sex with somebody. What do you think that person's going to say if you're just upfront and honest? Okay, well, let's talk about our other neighbors, that she's still young, and he's at the end of his life pretty close to it yeah don't you think he'd want her to be happy i would i would want my significant other to go have sex with somebody i wouldn't stop him yeah yeah i would and and i guess my feeling is if i still come home at the end of every day and love you and take care of everything for you yeah even though i'm given way more than you are yep in the relationship you know is it is it there's something that's probably worse out there yeah, I'd let you go. I'd let you fuck 10 guys, and I'd probably ask to watch. You can watch if you want to, but that I don't think I can do 10. I mean, that, oh, oh that's wow. just a little, not at one time. I mean, if we're talking 10 over a couple of months, we've got it. We're good. 10 times with the lacrosse coach? That might take a three or four days. <laughs> <laughs> I do think if I was in that situation, and I was the older person, and I had a younger spouse... Mm-hmm. And I couldn't perform for them. Mm-hmm. I would let them go have sex with somebody. I would hate to think I held them back. Yeah. I don't want to cry, but I don't want to be the reason you can't be happy sexu- right. sexually. Right. And you, I mean, you know my partner in crime. Yeah. And you've had some deep conversations with him. Oh, yeah. But I still can't tell you if he'd be upset or not. And you've never hinted? Mm-mm. Nope. Or said something in a funny way? No, uh, I think one time I did say the uh, the guy, one of the guys from work, not the lacrosse coach, uh-huh. that they said that uh, he made a comment that everybody suspected we were having an affair way before we ever did. Yeah. Way before. Yeah. Um, and of course, he, he'll use the analogy, well, we're just friends. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Oh, that's what he would say? Well, that's what, that's what he still claims to this day, that we're just friends. Who claims that? The... The B guy from work. Oh, yes, that person. Yeah. Yes. Okay, yeah. The person you'd like to punch in the face. Yeah, I don't like that guy. But I would joke about that. Oh, you know, this per- B always says that uh, people already suspected we've been having an affair for years anyway. And my partner says uh, he's toxic, he's shady, and I know that uh, he's ter- I I really wish you weren't friends with him. Really? Oh yeah, he's he's. The, I thought he didn't mind you seeing him. He stays. He does not tell me who I can and cannot hang out with as my friends. I didn't know that. But there was a time where there was a pretty big blow up, and I had a week where uh, I pretty much threw up food every day, couldn't eat when I tried to, 
when I did eat, I threw up, cried, couldn't sleep, was just a hot mess because of a situation that I was in with him. When I finally started to come out of it, uh, my partner said to me, he said, if I ever had that person ever makes you feel that way again, or causes you to feel that you are um, just, you know, if you react to something like this in a situation with him again, less than I'll kill him. And I said, I kind of laughed. I said, yeah, right. He goes, I don't have much life yet left. He goes, I very easily could spend it in jail with somebody else taking care of me. Oh my gosh. I had no idea. So I'm like, was he serious or was he joking? Maybe he just don't like that guy. Could be. But uh, Cookie Monster, he met Cookie Monster and he said, Cookie Monster, he goes, yeah, he seems like a really sad guy, but like he's got a good heart. And I think Cookie Monster does. I think Cookie Monster is just very emotional. I think he's bipolar. He could be bipolar. Yeah. Uh, sexy lacrosse coach. I think he just likes to have fun. Yeah. That, that's how, that's all you need. I think. Just yeah. Have somebody to have fun with. Yeah. But he's somebody I would be friends with anyway, just because he cracks me up. I think 95% of the population stays and are miserable. I think it's rare that people leave to be happy. Even though the divorce rate is high. Yeah. People try to stay. I think when you have kids involved, absolutely people try to stay. Yeah. But I can tell you as a product of a divorce family, when I was six six months old, when my parents got divorced, you live with an entirely different perspective. Knowing your parents had to get married because they were pregnant with you. Mm-hmm. And then they got divorced because they couldn't stand each other. Oh, yeah. That's a total another show. Who do you think is the toxic person in Tom Brady and Giselle? Which one's the toxic one? Ooh, good question. I'm going to guess it's Tom Brady. Really? I, I think, think it's, it's Giselle. Tom. I think it's Tom. I think Tom has gotten too big for his britches and he thinks the world revolves around him. Why would he retire and then come back otherwise? Because Giselle's a fucking bitch. She looks like a fucking bitch. No. No. I'm not very pro-woman anyway. I always (laughs) go for the man. But you're pro-me and that's all I care. Pro-you. So I love you for that. (laughs) I love you, Veronica Gatto. Love you, Charlie Mae. This is Scarlett with Charlie Mae.